Want to be more confident when having business conversations? Join the Small Talk Made Simple class. In this free email course, you'll learn how to exude confidence when talking to anyone. Sign up now at thecmethod.com. Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 122 of Stand Out Get Noticed. I hope you're having a fabulous day. Christina with you here. Today we're talking about how to become a trusted advisor, and this applies to you whether you're a high-performing professional or a business owner. Now, this episode was inspired by a private workshop that I ran, also called How to Be a Trusted Advisor, and I ran that for a group of accounting professionals the other week. We had a fantastic session. We had lots and lots of interactive activities, and the feedback I got was that the participants were still talking about it weeks later, which was amazing. So if they found it valuable, I thought that you would too, which is why I'm sharing it here with you today. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash advisor. That's thecmethod.com slash advisor. All right, first things first, why should you listen? Why is this important? I want you to answer me this. Think about all the people that you work with, your team, other colleagues, senior management, clients, other stakeholders. Do you have great conversations and interactions with all of these people? Do you get great and productive outcomes all the time when working with them? If you're like most people, I'd say probably not. And that's okay. It's totally normal. You're always going to get along with some people and not so much with others. But wouldn't it be amazing if we could have great working relationships with everyone and have them trust us and keep wanting to come back and work with us? Today, I'm going to share with you some simple yet powerful tools that you can implement straight away to start having better relationships with your clients, colleagues, and stakeholders. And as a result, this will lead to them viewing you as a trusted advisor. Now, here are three reasons why you may want to become a trusted advisor. Number one, you'll be indispensable to your company or your clients. Now, there are a lot of jobs being outsourced right now. Having technical skills is not enough. You need to think about what separates you from everyone who has the same level of skill. So if you can establish yourself as a trusted advisor, you will become indispensable. The second reason, it's more profitable for you. If you can demonstrate that you have what it takes to become a trusted advisor, an indispensable part of the company or an indispensable advisor to your client, this means you'll be more likely to receive promotions, you'll get recognized, you'll get new opportunities will present themselves to you, you'll increase your salary and so on. If you're a business owner, you can charge more for your services. And thirdly, when you become a trusted advisor, you have the respect of your clients and colleagues. And when you have the respect of other people, you'll have better working relationships with them, which means that you'll be more productive, you'll get more things done, and you'll have a happier, less stressful work life all round. So if they sound like the kind of results that you want to achieve at work, then keep listening. Now, before I get into the how-to part of this podcast, let's firstly define what a trusted advisor is. Now, you're not just a project manager or a consultant or coach or whatever your job title says. 
Here are some characteristics of a trusted advisor. First of all, a trusted advisor is in it for the long-term relationship, not for short-term gain. Okay, you don't become a trusted advisor overnight. The status must be earned. And to do that, you've got to show that you've got longevity. So you tend to think long-term, what are the long-term results that we can get for our clients? Not necessarily what can we achieve immediately. A trusted advisor puts client interests first. They're always looking out for their clients, not themselves. A trusted advisor demonstrates large amounts of value over a prolonged period of time. So you might see a project through from the very start to the end. A trusted advisor is reliable. They do what they say they're going to do. They show up on time for meetings and so on. A trusted advisor is credible. They're an expert in their field. After all, if you're not, why do we need you? But at the same time, they're humble and they're not a know-it-all and they're always the first to want to listen instead of simply telling you what to do. A trusted advisor works really hard to fully understand the client's problems in order to come to the best possible solution for them. A trusted advisor is genuinely passionate and authentic. They really care about what they do and the the difference that they're making. They're not just in it to make a quick buck. A trusted advisor is proactive. They preempt problems before they come up. They know how to set boundaries. They do the important work first and they're not afraid to take the lead. And finally, a trusted advisor connects emotionally to clients. They're not afraid to ask those questions that will allow them to connect more with the client. So those are a handful of characteristics of a trusted advisor. And you know when you have become a trusted advisor, when you become the first choice for a project and your input is highly regarded, not just considered, but highly regarded. And when people think, oh, we need to solve this problem, they think of you. Okay, let's move on to how do we do it? Now, you can't become a trusted advisor overnight. It's something you need to build towards, and that's okay because it doesn't matter what level you're currently at. You can start to implement things to help you on this journey of working your way towards becoming indispensable. Now, I'm a big believer in acting the part of the successful person you want to become, which means if you want to become a trusted advisor, if you want to become indispensable to your clients and to your company, then you have to start acting like a trusted advisor would act. Simple, I know. So let's talk about how a trusted advisor would act. I've got five points for you here. Number one is a trusted advisor listens. Now, I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. And if you remember, I interviewed business psychologist Julian Tatton a few episodes ago, and we talked about active listening and how important it is. So I'm going to reiterate it again today. When you're at work or even at home, wherever you want to practice this, practice active listening. And by that, I mean you give that person your full attention. You're making eye contact with them, okay? Not not too much eye contact, that's a bit creepy, but enough eye contact where they feel like, yes, you're listening to them. You're not looking at your phone, you're not looking over their shoulder, you're not fidgeting, you're giving them your focus and your body language shows the same thing. You're leaning forward, you're nodding, you're smiling, you're potentially writing some notes so that you don't forget what they're saying. And very importantly, you don't interrupt them. Just be quiet and let them speak. And even when they pause, sometimes people like to pause to think before they continue speaking. That is not an indication that you should jump in. 
If you're trying to elicit a problem from someone, like you're getting, you want them to open up to you, sometimes the real problem or the real reason why they're sharing this or whatever, it won't come out at the very start. Sometimes it takes people a little bit of time to warm up. So if you don't let them finish, so let's say they've they've spoken about one particular point and you think, oh, great, that's it. And you jump in and you go, okay, and then you move on to the next thing. You haven't actually give them, given them an opportunity to get that next thing out. So if they finish telling you one point, you can just simply pause, well, just stay quiet and look at them and nod and have a look at their facial expression. Are they still kind of thinking? Because you can tell if they're still thinking. And if they're still thinking, then continue to be quiet and wait for them to say the next thing. If they look like they may have been thinking of something, but then maybe you've decided not to say it, you can probe a little bit and, and say, was there anything else? I can't emphasize this enough. And another thing with listening, and this is this is quite tricky to do, especially if it's not if it's not a habit of yours. But I want you to hold your thoughts. So when people are talking, we tend to create our responses in our heads before they've even finished. And we we sort of start thinking about what we're going to say instead of fully listening to everything that they've just said. And I know there might be some analytical people out there who are actually thinking about what they are going to say and then and then preempting what the other person's going to say and then thinking about what you would say to that and thinking of a conversation five steps in advance. I encourage you to try not to do this and really just be mindful and present to what the person is saying at that moment. And then when they stop, there's nothing wrong with you taking a few moments to think about it and then to formulate your response. And if you want, you can even repeat it back to them to firstly show that you've listened and then buy yourself some time to respond. So you might say to them, so what I'm hearing is that you have done blah, 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 and you're currently facing a challenge with this, 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 and you're looking for a solution that would help this, this, this. Is that correct? Am I missing anything? Okay, so you haven't actually come up with anything new. You're simply repeating back what they said to you, but it's in a way that is showing that you've listened and that you want to clarify and asking if there's anything else. Because if you have missed something, then they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, and then there's also this, this, this. You'll have a much more productive conversation that way. Okay, so active listening, that was a big one. Number two, act the part of the trusted advisor. And when I say this, I I mean physically act. I want you to think to yourself and take some notice. How would a trusted advisor walk? How would a trusted advisor stand? How would a trusted advisor sit? If you're sitting down right now, I want you to be aware. Are you slouched over? Are your legs crossed? Are your shoulders hunched forward? Do you look like a confident leader? Hmm? I want you to think about that. How do you walk into a meeting? How do you shake someone's hand? This is something that's quite simple to change. And I say, don't wait until you are a trusted advisor, until you start to act like one. Do it the other way. Act like one first. And then as you walk into the room, you'll have more presence. People will look up and go, oh, this person looks important. Mm, Better listen to them. And all you've changed are your non-verbals. You may even want to copy someone at your workplace who you look up to or who is really respected and who is already in that trusted advisor position and look at them and see how they hold themselves. Now, I'm not saying, you know, copy their mannerisms and do exactly what they do. You still want to be authentic to who you are, but look at what's the difference between them and someone who is definitely not a trusted advisor. It's something to pay attention to. 
And you can start to make these little tweaks in your day-to-day habits as well. You can simply start by changing the way you sit and changing the way you stand when you're talking to someone. I dare you, give it a go. Hi there, Rockstar. I want to take a quick break for a moment. If you are a working professional, this announcement is for you. Applications for the Confident Leaders Group Coaching Program are now open, which I'm so excited about. This program is for high-performing professionals and leaders who want to dramatically increase their influence, impact, and confidence at work. Over six weeks, you'll learn how to build a strong and clear professional presence and personal brand, connect powerfully with co-workers and stakeholders, be an effective leader and role model for your team, persuade and influence when public speaking, articulate yourself and your ideas clearly, effectively communicate your value, become a trusted advisor at work, and become the most obvious choice for promotion, recognition, and advancement in the eyes of your boss and management. And most of all, feel worthy of the success you want to create for yourself. I created this program because during my years working for a large company in the architecture industry, I saw how important it is to be confident, to speak up, and to communicate effectively if you want to stand out and progress rapidly in your career. Yet these skills are generally not taught at university. I mean, they certainly didn't teach me in architecture school. And I've had so many clients come to me for help with these skills and to help them navigate through situations at work that require them. So this is what led me to creating this program and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you. I'll be teaching in a collaborative environment and you'll be 100% supported by myself and the group. The training is conducted online, so it can be done from anywhere. You don't have to be in Melbourne. So if you're a successful professional and want to take your career to the next level and accelerate faster towards your goals, book in a 20-minute discovery call with me. We'll explore if you qualify for the program. And as this will be a small group program, it's very important that each and every participant is a good fit for the group. And because of this, I have three criteria I'm looking for in you. So jump on a call with me. If we're a good fit, I'll happily tell you everything you need to know about the program. To book in a call, go to thecmethod.com slash group coaching. Don't forget the the at the front, the C as in letter C, method.com slash group coaching to book in a call. Spots are strictly limited, so stop what you're doing right now, pause this, and book in a call. Thecmethod.com slash group coaching. You can also follow the link in the description of this podcast. I look forward to speaking with you. Okay, back to the main content. Okay, we're up to number three with how to become a trusted advisor, and it is to be proactive. And when I say proactive, I mean this in a couple of different ways. Firstly, you want to be proactive with your own time, which means getting very, very effective at managing your time. So I want you to think about what you do when you sit down in the morning and start your work for the day. Do you open up your email? Do you go through all the little urgent things that people are requesting of you? Do you find yourself feeling like you're falling behind or always playing catch up or you're always being reactive to things? 
Now, that is not the place where you want to be as a trusted advisor. You want to be in control of your day and proactive with how you manage your time, which means getting the big important stuff done first and setting some boundaries up so you're not distracted by other people, you're not, you're not distracted by all the urgent but unimportant things that come up. It's just really important to think about these things because when you can be proactive with how you manage your time, you then start to feel more in control of what you're doing. You'll get more stuff done. And when you start practicing being proactive with little things, you can then start to be more proactive on a larger scale and for the bigger things. So for example, instead of waiting for problems to occur and then being reactive and trying to fix them, you can be more proactive in terms of foreseeing the problem before it even happens and taking action to make sure that it doesn't even happen in the first place. So start thinking about some ways that you can be more proactive with your day. Number four, communicate with people the way they communicate. Now, I did a whole series on working with different personality styles. I'm not going to go into detail here, but I will put links to those episodes in the show notes of this episode for you to go back and listen. I did a separate podcast for each different personality style, and there are four main types of personality style that you will encounter. You've got very, very direct people. You've got uh, influential or social people. You've got the supporter personality style, and then you've got the, the analyzer personality style. And you may have counted similar profiles in if, you've, if you're familiar with DISC or the color profile or the birds one where they have the peacock, the owl, the, the dove and the, what is it, the eagle. Now, if you can understand how each different personality style communicates, then you can start to adjust your communication style to match theirs, which will really help when you're trying to build a relationship with them. I'll give you one quick example. So people who are very direct or dominant in the DISC profile, they're very results focused. So they want to make sure that you get the job done. So when you first speak with them, they'll always want to talk about business or the project or the result, whatever that is. They don't care about your weekend, how your day's going, how your kids are. They don't care about that, okay? Well, maybe they do a little bit, but not in this context of work. So when they speak to you, they're going to ask you straight away about the project or what's happening. Now, if you're more of a relationships person, so if you're more of that influencer, socializer personality type or the, or the supporter personality type, it can seem quite overbearing or a bit too direct when someone gets straight into it without asking you how your day is. Now, the trick is to not take it personally and understand that that's just how they communicate. And likewise, they will get frustrated with you if you keep trying to make small talk at the start of the meeting when they're like, look, I really don't care how your water skiing trip was. I just want to know what's the status of that project. Okay. So if you can recognize the different personality styles that you're working with, it will really help you to build those relationships and have better conversations and have more productive meetings with them as well. So for more detail on that, I highly recommend you check out those episodes on different personality styles. I'll pop links to those in the show notes of this episode. And the final thing I'm going to share with you today in order to become a trusted advisor is to put in the effort to get to know your clients or your stakeholders, or whoever you want to be seen as a trusted advisor by. Building rapport with people is crucial. Now, this may mean that you need to spend more time at company events or other networking events, which may be overwhelming and you may not want to do it at the start, but time spent with people outside work is really important. Like I mentioned at the start of this episode, 
A trusted advisor connects emotionally with clients so they understand their deeper needs. And sometimes people won't open up about that stuff in a business context. But if it's outside a business context or even at a networking event, just, just outside the sort of office environment, that's when you can start to ask them more questions about their personal life and get them to open up a little bit. So it's worth doing that if you want to get to know them on a deeper level and if you want them to open up to you and to start trusting you more. And something you might want to do is if you find out something about their personal lives, you know, their children's names or their favorite place to go away on a vacation or, you know, uh, a favorite pastime of theirs, remember it and take notes. I mean, not take notes while you're standing there over a beer. That's a little bit weird, but write it down maybe on, on a business card or something and later on transfer it into your CRM or your database or where you've got some information about them. Just put a little note there, say, oh, they're going away you know, to this country or this is their favorite type of drink, whatever that is. And so next time you you meet with them, you can drop that in and say, oh, how's little Timmy? Or, hey, tell me about Japan. And they'll think to themselves, oh, this person remembered. They put that effort in and they'll have more respect for you and they'll like you more that way. So that's how you start to get to know them on a personal level. So it's definitely worth putting the effort in. Okay, so those are the five things that I'm recommending to you to start building yourself up as a trusted advisor. Like I mentioned at the start, it won't happen overnight. This is like a Pantene shampoo ad. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. Just follow my five steps. No, I'm just kidding. But they will help, I promise. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, I don't know how to have conversations with these people at the higher level. I don't know what to talk to them about. Here's a trick. Spend some time looking at industry news or go to industry events. You can write a blog post for your company newsletter on the event that you went to, if you like. Then when you speak to high-level management or your clients, you can talk about what's happening in the industry because you can be certain that that's something that they will be interested in. Plus, it will show your proactiveness. Mm -hmm. It shows them that you are passionate about what you do, you're passionate about the industry and that you're going out of your way to educate yourself and also to educate others. That earns deep respect. Yes, it's more work, but hey, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it, right? No one's going to do this for you. So if you want to work your way up, if you want to accelerate your career, if you want to get to that trusted advisor level, you've got to put the effort in and start doing it now. All right. And that brings us almost to the end of this episode. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash advisor. I'll put in some links to other podcasts and resources there that will help you if you want to continue on your journey with this And if you want to take this further and accelerate your progress even more, you need to book in a 20-minute discovery call with me. We'll explore if you qualify for the Confident Leaders Group Coaching Program. Go to thecmethod.com slash group coaching to book in a call. That's thecmethod.com slash group coaching. Spots are strictly limited. So as soon as this episode finishes, go into the description of this podcast and tap the link there at thecmethod.com slash group coaching. Tap that link and it'll take you to the page where you can book in. I look forward to speaking with you. And that's all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.
So I have a ukulele song for you this week. On Sunday, Aaron and I spent a lot of time listening to really fun, cheesy 80s music and we just had a blast. We were just dancing around our apartment and it was just a really fun way to spend the Sunday afternoon. So I thought I would share with you one of my favourite 80s songs. It's Take On Me by AHA. It's got probably one of the best choruses you'll ever hear and I definitely won't do it justice here today. Um, but I hope you enjoy. We're talking away. Well, I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day just to find you shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay?